listening to 525 Sports with Ace Finch and Cameron Schneider. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest and greatest episode of 525 Sports. I'm your host, Cameron Schneider. My co-host, as always, is Ace Finch. What Ace, up? Ace, how you doing, dude? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Having a good week so far? I am. Um, is it is it Monday or is it Tuesday? I I, I can't tell. We, we record on such weird days now. Wait a minute. It's Tuesday. It is. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Gee, many Christmas. Yeah. I, it's just been a cluster of the last couple of weeks. Because last week we had, what, Memorial Day? Yep. And that was a Monday, so it was a short week. And then, yeah, I'm all just I'm bass backwards. but well, and, whatever. And, and you're starting this, this uh, your summer job, so that, that doesn't help Yep, I've started my summer gig, so that's been it's been a, an ordeal, let me tell you that. Getting pools ready for the long summer. It takes a lot of work. I will never own a pool. Never own a pool? My wife knows that. We, no, what about, what about an above-ground one? Because we had an above-ground one nope. when we were kids, and it, it didn't seem like it was that bad um, until you let a dog in it and he tears the liner. So, <laughs> so that's a pain, but, but really ours, you know, it's a four foot round pool and, and there's, you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta just do some maintenance to it before you get started and it costs a little money. But once you do the maintenance to it every summer, there's really not that much money that goes into it. Uh, once you do the, once you, you do the maintenance part, I'll tell you what, dig, dig <laughs> me a pond. And we, I'll tell the kids go swim in the pond, and when you're done, we'll go fishing. That will just we're just two small town out. kids, Cameron. That works for both of us. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's get started, today, man. <laughs> um, finals game two and game three. We had game two the other night. Um, feels like Toronto really uh missed a big opportunity with uh, Clay Thompson getting hurt. Yeah. Kevon Dooley not finishing the game. Um, they actually went to a box and one defense and Golden State couldn't score for like five minutes, but neither could Toronto. It was insane. Um, do you think that Golden State can win this game, win game three without Clay Thompson? I think they can. Is, is Kevin Durant going to be back for game three or is he still going to be pressed we back do, for we, game we, four? We, we don't know. It seems like he's still back for game four, but they may rush him I, back for game three. I know he traveled with the team to Toronto, which is something that he didn't do for the previous series with Portland. He didn't travel right. with the team on the road. So I kind of read into that. Okay, he's with the team right now. Maybe there's a uh-huh. chance he could play in game two, but obviously he didn't play in game two. So, I mean, they can win without Clay Thompson, but they've got to have Kevin Durant. They've got to have well, Curry show out. I mean, they can they can win they can win without Clay Thompson, but you've got to have Toronto go scoreless for four minutes. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen in Oracle in whatever Toronto's arena's name is, the Maple Leaf Arena. I don't know what it's called, um, <laughs> but it, but uh, that's not going to happen again. So and and look, Steve Kerr's going to have something figured out for this boxing one. I won't be surprised if they go to it again tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Tomorrow night's going to be interesting. Toronto's got to win one now in Oracle at some point. 
um, to get home quarterback. Which is going to be so very tough to do because that place is it, rocking during the playoffs. It is. And, and I'll tell you, I don't, think, I don't think there's a team in sports that feeds off their home crowd like the Golden State Warriors does. So, do. Yeah. So it's going to be hard. Um, I was going to get on here tonight and pronounce the series over. I'm not going to do that yet. But it's it's looking awfully difficult right now. Yeah, for the Raps. Um, I'm still rooting for them, though. Still pulling for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Still pulling for them. And look, if they win another one, we are going to uh, we're going to think about this thing a whole lot differently. If they win Game Three, we're going to say, "Oh, they're right back into it," and uh, we never doubted you for a second. <laughs> right. Yeah. But. but uh, all right, man. Let's talk about Bobby Witt Jr., uh, number two overall pick from the for the Royals. I really, I haven't even seen a highlight of this kid. I just know that what people are saying about him is he could be a franchise changer. There was a guy on the MLB Network that said that he could be for the Royals what Patrick Mahomes is to the Chiefs. I think that's a little bit comparing apples and oranges. But what do you know about Bobby Witt Jr., Cam? I, I know quite a bit about him. I've been doing my research on him, and then I listened to a, quite a bit of uh, the local uh, take on the draft today uh, on Sports Talk Radio. Um, comes from a, a good pedigree, I guess you could say. His dad was a, right. a big league ball player. Um, he's different than Patrick Mahomes in the sense that he didn't really grow up in the clubhouse because his dad – had finished playing baseball by the time he was a, a little, little kid. So it's not like he was palling it up with A-Rod or hanging out with, you know, hanging out with the guys that Patrick Mahomes got to play with or that got, right. got to hang out with um, when he was a little kid. And I'm kind of like you. I don't really like the comparison of uh, him being yeah. the Royals Patrick Mahomes because it's so different. It is so different. You can't – it's not just one guy in baseball. Even if you've got a great – uh, ace pitcher, right. uh, Nolan Ryan, uh, somebody like that. You can't just have one player and he change your franchise like you can a quarterback in football. Um, but I definitely think him and Nicky Lopez are two guys that you can build around. They're definitely two corner pieces yeah. that you can have um, that can make another run at this thing similar to 14-15. Uh, it's not going to be for another few years, but it seems like from everything I've read and heard, um, these two guys are um, sort of the the Hawes and uh, and Mustakis. Um, Mustakis, uh, yes, right. When they came up, so see, and I don't, I don't know where to project him as like a position where yeah. he's going to play because all all indications point to that Mondesi but, is the shortstop of the future. Uh, there's reports out earlier this week that hey, everybody's on the table for trading for the Royals with the exception of Mondesi and Hunter Dozier with a guy like Witt. I mean, he's athletic enough. I mean, your best athletes on the right. infield in high school play shortstop. Mike Moustakas was a high school shortstop. Well, Alex Rodriguez was a high school shortstop. Obviously he played at the beginning of his career. Uh, Chipper Jones was a high school shortstop. Um, I bet if Eric Cosmo right. was right-handed, he would be a high school shortstop. So I'm not I'm not worried about them them finding a spot for him on the diamond. If anything, it'll be um, Nicky Lopez. Sorry, bud, we're gonna have to find a different spot for you. And Bobby Witt's gonna play second base, or maybe 
we're at the point of the uh, career where, you know, Hunter Dozier, he's not going to be as defensively sound as a third baseman, but he could be play a really good first base. And even though he's right-handed, that, that'll be totally fine. And have Bobby Witt Jr. play third. So your infield would look like Bobby Witt at third, Mondesi at um, short, Nicky Lopez at second, and then Dozier at first. And you're going to have to figure out something else behind the dish because by the time this team is ready to compete again, Salvador Perez is going to be – he'll be a shell of himself. Um, But that's a pretty good-looking infield, if you ask me. And hopefully it all clicks. It's really hard to tell. Um, There's there's a gap between the first overall pick and the second overall pick. Um, They were talking about that today on the radio, how, like, can you can you think of a number two overall pick that has just absolutely totally crushed it in the majors off the top of your head? Yeah, no. But you you can think of guys who went one one who are who are legitimate superstars like Chipper Jones or Max uh, not Max Scherzer, um, Steven Strasburg or Ken Griffey Jr. or Alex Rodriguez. Would you, con- would you consider Strasburg a superstar at this point? To me, Strasburg hasn't lived up to his billing. Um, I guess he's, I, would, I, I don't know if I would consider him a superstar, but I mean, there was a time where he had superstar stuff and then his agent and the front office put him on an innings count because they wanted to right. save his arm, you know? Well, because when you, when you throw that hard, you're going to get, you're going to need Tommy <laughs> yeah. John at some point. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at his baseball reference page right now and 2014, he led the league in strikeouts. He had 242 strikeouts that year, which that's a lot of Ks. Um, that is. He started 34 games that year, and he went 14-11. Mm-hmm. I guess you're right. He hasn't won more than 15 games in any given season. Um, well, but, but he it, hasn't had very many starts. Yeah. I mean, comparatively that to, to what you expect your age to have, Right. He has not had very many starts. In that, so, in that one year, when he struck out 242, he pitched 215 innings. But other than that, he hasn't pitched um, above 190 in any of his other seasons. And granted, see, um, he's been on that innings uh, limit. And in all honesty, I think they piddled away his best years. Like, they had right. the core there. No, they absolutely to, did. To go win a World Series, not to get too off topic from the, our Bobby Witt conversation. But they, they did have the core there. They had Harper. They had Scherzer, they had him, uh, they had a good Trey Turner, they had um, Gio Gonzalez, yeah, uh, Adam Eaton. Well, I guess he came in. I guess he came in two years ago. Yeah, but anyway, they, they, that's neither here nor there. They 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 pissed away their opportunity to to win a World Series, they, in my opinion. They yeah. sure they sure did. Uh, see, that's why people listen to Five Twenty Five. We start talking about Bobby Witt Jr. and we get uh-huh. on the Nationals. Yep, we do. Hey, <laughs> so, go, go Nats. Let's, so, let's go on to our next topic. Um, so I, I ran into some buddies this weekend. I uh, played in a washers tournament. And, uh-huh. of course, everyone's a critic of the podcast. Uh, right. They like it. They like it. But they, they're they giving me some ideas like, you should talk about this. You should talk about this. And they really like lists. I, I like I like lists. Sports lists are some of my, fun, my favorite things to look through. You know, Cameron. Cameron and- go ahead. Cameron and I, just so that you guys know, we would stay up until about 2.30 in the morning on a Friday night in college when we could do that, and we weren't old, 
And uh, we would stay up until about 2 in the morning on a Friday night just looking at the weirdest sports list we could find. This, like, is, all, this is also when we were both single and no women were really interested in us because we would stay up until 2 in the morning on a Friday night looking at sports lists. But keep going. Of, of, of the, um, like the nerds that we are. <laughs> and, uh, and so we like to do lists. We, we like to make each other laugh. laugh. And this podcast is... As really, you guys are hearing exactly the type of conversation that we would have if we were sitting uh, on the couch with no uh, microphone. So we're going to do a uh, worst sports. Go ahead. Worst sports movies ever. And this is for you, Brandon and Patrick. Yes. I ran into you guys. Yeah, Brandon and Patrick. And then we're going to talk golf for Jake here in a second. Oh, Lord. But uh, it's kind of talking golf. So worst sports movies ever. We're going to do a list of our top three. And, and by top three, I mean bottom three. Bottom three, absolutely. Yes. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I will go first. Okay, go ahead. And let me preface this by saying I'm not including this movie because I dislike the series. In fact, the first movie in the series is my favorite sports movie of all time. And it may be one of my three or four favorite movies of all time but i think rocky five is one of the worst sports movies ever hey now rocky five that's my that's my first entry uh it was poorly yeah. done rocky they didn't need to make a fifth rocky okay rocky four could have ended on the high note of defeating ivan drago and his de- little defeating so communism if i could change Use can change. We can all change. <laughs> but no. Rocky had to come back in Rocky Five, find out he had brain damage, lose his fortune, and then train Tommy the Machine Gun, played by a local boxing legend Tommy Morrison. But it just was yeah. not a good movie at all. I just ugh. I know his widow. Oh, that's right. I remember you uh you're telling me about that. Yeah. A, a couple years ago. Didn't you used to live in the same apartment complex as her? Yeah, she was one of the managers. Nuttier than a fruitcake, but anyway. <laughs> Rocky Five is my my first worst sports movie. What's yours? Um, same franchise, different movie. Rocky Six, Rocky Balboa. Oh, um, that was great. How it's not believable at all. Oh, did it's a sixty-year-old so... man can compete with the with the world champ? That's oh. not believable. Oh, so good. So nostalgic. It just takes you down memory lane. Oh, and, stop it. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you right now. You don't like Rocky Balboa? No. No. <laughs> Who does? It's the worst one. It's worse than five. No. Heck no. Yeah. Oh, get out yeah. of <laughs> Absolutely not. That last that last fight is as believable as me getting in the ring with a world champ. <laughs> hey, after Ruiz beat Anthony Joshua this weekend, I think anybody can get in the ring with a world champ. He's That's body, true. He's got a body like <laughs> body like Gabriel Iglesias. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. For but those of you that don't know, I'm in a wheelchair. That's why yeah. that joke's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you do not like Rocky Balboa. No, I didn't. No Adrian. Uh. I no Adrian. I didn't like the fact, and it's mainly his age. Like it's just not believable. 
to me. Like, I know George Foreman did it in real life. I get it. But come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, such a good movie. I no. love that movie. Awful. It's awful. What's your favorite one of the Rocky franchise? The first one. Oh, it's number two. Well, okay. number three. Number three. Number three. Number if three. If you ask Lang and Hulk Hogan. Ask 13-year-old me. I would have told you Rocky Four. That was my favorite. But then going back and like watching them as an adult for like, okay, like the quality of the actual film, like the acting yeah. and the believability of the story and like the non hokiness the first Rocky is my favorite Rocky after, after going the through all The non-hokiness? Non-hokiness. Yeah, like Rocky Three, pretty Apollo hokey. Apollo Creed just picked, no, Apollo Creed just picked some dude out of nowhere? That's not hokey? Not that, but like the, the, you can't see that as a scenario where that would happen at all? No. Okay. It was 1970-something. when that, Wasn't okay, it 1976? Quick, quick Go question. Ahead. Would Floyd Mayweather just randomly pick somebody? Like, like just pick a random fighter and go fight them like a bar brawler in Philly? No, he wouldn't. <laughs> he would not. What about – all right, let's, let's uh, talk to, about Andy Ruiz. But he was a legit a year boxer. Ago, he he was offered thirty thousand dollars a year ago to fight Anthony Joshua. Thirty thousand. And and then this weekend he got seven million for the fight. I know. That's like rags to riches story. I know. I know. I know. I know. I guess it could happen, but I just don't think it's very likely. I, I, it's a. It's a. It's a movie. It's a movie. I know it is. It's a movie. I know. I know, I know. Rocky one, best one, uh, best Rocky one. Rocky three, but go ahead. Um, okay, number two, go dude. Ahead. Our next number two. Uh, what was my number two? Number two, number two, number two. Oh, Air Bud. The whole series. What? The sucks. whole series. Okay, the first one's fine. The rest of them, like Air Bud, Golden Retriever. Um, I like that. Oh, I like the Golden Retriever one. Anything after that, garbage. No. Stupid. I like the football one. Anything after the the soccer and one I, was bad. The, the softball so, one was even worse. And uh, and I, I yeah. say this as a golden retriever owner. All right, love our dog Radley, um, but yeah, yeah, not okay. a fan. Not a fan. Talk about talk about things that aren't believable. Yeah, a, um, a basketball playing dog who runs away from his uh, master, who is a a birthday clown. And then takes the team to freaking, you know, I don't know, the all-tri-county championship game and wins it off of an alley-oop. I can't even remember. But then after that, I'm like, oh. And again, I was a little kid when I watched it for the first time. Thought it was it's awesome. Kinda sad. It's kind of sad. It is sad. Because the, the clown, doesn't he beat Air Bud with a rolled-up newspaper when he does something wrong? He does. Yeah, um, and they have to go numbers, to court, and, the, and then and then Josh almost gives him away at the end, and he's yeah. the dog sitting there crying. Oh gosh, put that to the heartstrings. Yeah, especially as a dog owner. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your number two? My and I love this series. I love one and two, but Mighty Ducks D three doesn't Sucks. make 
any sense. Sucked. Without Emilio Estevez, it's garbage. It's stupid. You have to have the coach. He's the whole reason the team's together. Yeah. What's your number two? I already gave my number two. My oh, number th- what's your my number three? Th- number three <laughs> is the Sandlot Two. You oh, that's that? a good one. Yeah, yeah. I wish I hadn't. It was awful. It was terrible. I was so looking forward to it. Also, me too. I was so looking forward to it, and then I don't even remember the. I tell you, it's so forgettable to me. I don't remember what happened. So I've got the plot pulled up on Wikipedia because I the the reason I thought of it was like, dang, what's one sports movie that I watched that I was like, man, this is awful. I didn't even watch the full thing. I here's how long I last time I watched it. I'm looking. It came out in 05. I'm pretty sure we rented it from Movie Gallery, which was down the street yes. from my house growing up, and I would have been like a freshman in high school. And I loved the Sandlot when I was a kid. So like, oh sweet, we're gonna rent the Sandlot too. We watched like half of it and we're like, turn the DVD player off, get this garbage out of our house. It was not good at all. So the main conflict comes when Johnny accidentally launches a model space shuttle. The model was built by Haley's father, a NASA engineer. It was said to be the future of NASA. Unfortunately, Mr. Goodfair's rocket lands in Mr. Myrtle's backyard, which was the home of the beast. Was Was James Earl Jones back in that movie? I don't know. Let's look. Yep, James Earl Jones was in there. Sure was. Oh, shame, shame, shame on James Earl Jones for taking part of that in that garbage. Yeah, it was not very good. But uh, I guess at the end, I didn't watch the end. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, uh, David ultimately uh, goes on to earn the nickname the Rocket after he defeats Goliath which is the the dog in the backyard. Right. You know, because Benny the Jet Rodriguez was already taken. We have David the Rocket, um, who defeats <laughs> Goliath. So. Did you know there was a third one? No. There is. It's like Squints is the coach. Get out of town. I'm serious. Go look right. it up. Tell me your number three while I look up the Sandlot three. Um, This is going to make some people mad, but... Field of Dreams. Oh my gosh. Shut I, up. I thought Field of Dreams was pretty boring. Go. <laughs> oh, go take a Careful. lap. Careful. Take, oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you serious? That's the that's one of my three favorite baseball movies of all time. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 that's not even it, Cameron, I'm sorry. I was trying to think of a third right off the top, and I just remembered it. But I really don't like Field of Dreams. My third one originally was Angels in the End Zone. <laughs> Angels in the End Zone? Yes. So you remember the Angels in the Outfield with Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. Right. Well, there was a football one made like three years later, and uh, this kid, this kid's dad wants him to play football. Yeah. And he doesn't. And he so he tries out for the team and he makes the team and then on the way home to celebrate the dad dies in a car crash and mm-hmm. the team's awful it's a high school football team and he um then basically the dad like you know does the sending angels or whatever 
said not to be disrespectful to our Lord and all the angels that are real. Uh, yeah. But, but he's, he's, he does the send an angels thing, and Christopher Lloyd shows up, and and the team again. becomes good again. It's basically it's basically the same thing as Angels in the Outfield the first time, but it's with high school football instead. It was who, terrible. Who knew Doc Brown from Back to the Future would go on to be a miraculous athlete? Right. Never, never would have seen it coming. But you, let's get back to this Field of Dreams thing. I I am hung up on this. You yeah. don't like you don't like Field of Dreams? Yeah, no, not really. Just boring like to a, you? Like I'll watch it. I just uh, it, the, there was no payoff to me. Like the payoff at the end wasn't very good with him playing catch with Ray Liotta. I didn't. I didn't. And because she looked Joe was like his dad or something, right? Or Grandpa? Some was that it? Was that I, it? I can't remember. I've only seen it a couple times, but I loved it. It was. I, it was, I guess it I have no room to speak. Not great because one of my uh, a guy I teach with, one of my good buddies, um, his favorite sports movie, and it may be his favorite movie of all time, is Bull Durham, and I'd never seen it. I watched he, part of it, and it threw me off. I didn't realize it was as raunchy as it was. Yeah, it's got some raunch in it, but it, uh, it does. So I, it's good though. I'd never seen Bull Durham, and he's like, "Dude, you got to see Bull Durham." I'm like, "Okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it." And uh, I watched it. I didn't like it that much. I'll be honest. There are funny parts no. where I'm like, "This is not that good." Right. I don't, I, I don't see what everybody's hung up over. Like, well, this was the greatest sports movie ever. I'm like, eh, no. You know, another one I don't really like is The Rookie with with uh, Dennis Quaid. What? I didn't Love care that for that movie. one either. Anyway, let's let's move on. We'll argue about this in a text message. We're already, we've already Gee, hit our time cue, so we got to move on. Oh, man, we are 25 minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I ran to my buddy Jake this weekend. He goes, you guys need to talk about golf. So we're just going to rush through this. Neither of us know golf at all. No, no. At all. So I thought it would be funny um, for those of you who live in the Kansas City area – you know that Lee Wood is kind of a, a ritzier part of town. So I'm going to test Ace's knowledge on golf. I've got a um, – on in one tab, I have a list of doctors located in Leewood, Kansas. And in another tab, I have players on the PGA Tour. So I'm going to give Ace, <laughs> give Ace six names, <laughs> three of which are doctors in Leewood, Kansas, and three of which are – Golfers on the PGA Tour. You ready? Bring it. Bring You're it. Ready. Kirk McCullough. He's a doctor. He is a doctor. Ding, 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 ding. Kirk McCullough. Good job. Good job. You ready for your second one? Yeah, bring it. Michael Estivo. I, th- I want to say that's a golfer. Michael Estivo is a doctor. In oh really? Kansas. Yep. Oh okay. Keep, okay. Bring. Okay. Robert Ge- Robert Garrigus. <laughs> Robert PGA Gar- golfer. He is a golfer. There we go. Yeah. You're two for three. Two for three. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but nope, <laughs> that works. Okay, go, keep. Give me the next Cold. one. Nost. Spelled K N O S T. Colt Nost. 
<laughs> um, golfer doctor, or doctor, doctor in Leewood, doctor, Kansas? Doctor. He is a golfer. Oh. <laughs> You're not very good at this. I can't say I'd be any better. <laughs> they all have golfer names. I know they do. Okay. How many? Is that four? That's two four. more. Two more. Kyle Billado. B I L O D E A U. That's a golfer, right? That is definitely a golfer. Good job. Uh, good, good. You ready? Last one. Yeah. Jason Montone. Last name sold M O N T O N E. Jason Montone. That's a doctor. That is a doctor in Leewood, Kansas. Look at I you. I got four out of the six. You got four out of six? Four out That's of six. not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I'm going to do the same thing with you next week. All right. We'll figure something out. Last topic. We'll yep. get to it. Fantasy baseball trade argument. We took a vote. Here, here was the deal. I traded ace Gary Sanchez. All right, I got um, Gary Sanchez and Araldis Chapman. Ace right. got uh, Wilson Contreras and Blake Snell. Right. I, I got a again, doggy. Dude. No, you didn't. Here's the scoop. I need more relief pitching help. I need more saves. My save numbers were low, so you helped me bolster my save numbers. I'm loaded in starting pitching, okay? And I think Contreras for Sanchez is a pretty dang even swap. That's just right. Me. But you didn't fleece me. No, I absolutely did. Here's why. My starting pitching is already good. It got better. Um, I have – I, I – Losing Chapman was a loss, but you but my hitting lineup is good and it remains good. I only got better from this, you only got better from this. At worst, it's an even split. No, at worst at at worst it's you lost more. At best is you still lost. I fleeced you. Twitter Twitter. Twitter decided. Twitter decided oh, I won. Twitter did you won. Really? Yep. You put this to a poll already? Yep. Well, why did. didn't you tag me? You didn't vote in it? I'll put it up again. I'll put it no, up again. Because you didn't tag me. You, okay. you rigged you rigged you rigged the Twitter poll like Trump rigged the election. Collusion. Anyway. That's all we got for you guys this week. Ace yeah, say is. bye to the good people. Bye to the good people. Anything else <laughs> to say? Uh yeah. yeah. Keep praying, guys, and uh we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Follow me on Twitter at Schneid. Ace, where can they follow you at? At AceBoogie underscore 11. A better follow than Schneid. If you're debating yeah. on whether to follow me or him, follow me. Uh, doubtful. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week. Like, subscribe, and share. This has been 525 Sports. Hey, thanks for listening to 525 Sports with Ace Finch. Hey, Leonard, have you gotten married yet? Uh, no, why? Good, don't do it. Why not? Some important new information has come to light. Women are the worst. I thought it was paper cuts, but I was wrong. No piece of paper ever cut me this deep. And Cameron Schneider. Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be.